Okay, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you have just started off, um, I'm just going to ask you guys to put your um, camera off and, uh, and put your mute button on. Um, I'm here with the wonderful Josh, who has been involved with a lot of uh, award submissions for some of our clients. And today we're going to cover the key ingredients to submitting a killer award submission, I guess. And so Josh, Today we're going to cover a few items and I want to just thank you for being with us today and helping us to brainstorm and put together this presentation. Um, if I sound a bit funny, it's because I'm recovering from a throat infection. So this is my sexy webinar voice for the day. And uh, apologies in advance, but I will try to take you through as quick, quickly and seamlessly as possible. But the main focus will be on Josh and his expertise when it comes to submitting uh, those key ingredients for an award submission. So we are going to cover a few entities for the talk today. We're going to go over some of the key benefits of submitting awards, um, how to identify the right award and the process that goes behind this, uh, the key ingredients to a submission, what are some of the best practices, as well as some Q&A. And uh, before I continue, again, Josh, thank you for being here with us today. Um, uh, Josh, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect. Okay. So for anyone who is listening to the webinar, we just want to make sure that you guys can hear us. If, if any of you could just put in the chat box very quickly, uh, give us a thumbs up or just say yes. Um, if you can hear us, that'd be great. So we know that we're not speaking to a uh, deaf audience. Uh, so if any of you can just quickly give us a quick thumbs up uh, for, the, for the people that are live in attendance. Uh, perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Daniel. All right. So, Josh, you've been working in the awards arena for quite some time, and there's been some key benefits to submitting uh, award submissions as well for some of the brands that you've worked with. Can you quickly take us through some of those key benefits and what is some of the most important impacts to a brand when it comes to submitting awards? Yeah, sure, no worries. So quick introduction to me, I suppose. I'm a communication manager here at Elevate. I work primarily within the corporate communication pillar of the business with a lot of our, our corporate clients. Um, and as part of that, one of the key services that I support our clients on is the development of submissions for particular awards programs relevant to their, to their industry and their business. And every awards program is very different. Um, and every submission is very unique to the business that you're writing it for, but the benefits of those award submissions remain the same. They, they do have um, quite a bit in, big impact on the reputation of a business. Um, they help to, to bolster that reputation and, and to, to build some recognition within your industry and against your competitors, um, which goes into the next point about positioning. So um, developing that market authority. So. A lot of the time, the awards programs that we'll put clients or businesses in for um, are relevant to the particular industry that they operate in, uh, which means that they're oftentimes going up against competitors in um, their own industry. And being able to um, win or be a finalist in a particular awards program um, just positions them really well as a leader in that industry against their competitors. Uh, and then finally, it, it's all about building that credibility and awareness. So um, winning an award or being listed as a finalist in an awards program is a great way to, to build some credibility for your business, um, to show that you know what you, you're doing, 
Um, and if it's about a particular project that you've um, completed or, or a product that you offer, um, just putting some credibility and reassurance behind that product as well. Um, and of course, with that credibility comes awareness um, and being able to associate your brand with a particular award win is great for building awareness for your brand. And, and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but some of these things can also impact the business development cycle as well. We, you know, Elevate, for example, is a great example. Having one agency of the year in Queensland, that has actually worked in our favor when it comes to the business development cycle. And I can see this also impacting other aspects of the business when it comes to performance and marketing and sales. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So we we practice what we preach at Elevate and um, <clears throat> we go in for, for awards programs in our industry. And we make sure that whenever we're pitching for new business or we're talking to a new client, uh, we make mention of those awards because we're proud of them and we know that it gives us um, credibility in our industry. Um, so one particular awards program that we go in for every year is um, the Public Relations Institute of Australia Golden Target Awards. It's our industry awards program and um, we have been um, fortunate enough to, to win Small Agency of the, week, of the Year. Um, for three years in a row. And last year we actually um, went in for the medium agency of the year because um, of our growth trajectory. So being able to, to list these awards wins on any um, business proposal um, or, or meeting with a new client really just gives that reassurance to the, the prospective client that we know what we're talking about, um, that we, we're confident in what we do and we're industry recognized. Um, so it certainly does give us um, that, that level of reputation, uh, which supports a lot of the conversion in our business development pipeline. And, and Josh, um, you've, you've been with Elevate longer than I have as well. What is the feeling when people come to us and they ask us to help us help them with their award submissions? You know, what are they looking for when they're coming to us? Is it more direction? Is it more expertise? Is it more insights? In, in your experience working with, with a lot of these clients looking to get into the award sector, why do they come to us? Um, I think it, a lot of the time it is that competitive nature of people. So they, they might see that their competitors are going into these awards programs and winning awards, which are positioning them um, at the top of the pile when it comes to their industry. Mm -hmm. They believe that they, they too have a, a story to tell and that they're a reputable business and need to be positioned against their competitors. Um, and the only way to do that is to actually put a submission into a, an awards program. I think sometimes um, people who aren't involved in, in the, the development of award submissions might think that um, awards programs might do their own research and, and allocate those award wins themselves. But there actually is a very involved, detailed process in terms of putting a submission together, putting all the details um, and proof points into one place in front of a judging panel so they can see in comparison to your competitors that you are actually um, worthy of an award win or being a finalist um, against those competitors. So I think it is that, that competitive nature of business where um, a lot of the time they do see their competitors um, mm -hmm. doing well in these programs and, and want that same recognition or want to be positioned against those competitors. Now, Josh, there's so many different types of awards. And I know when we were first doing our discovery session, one of the first questions that came to mind was, how do you pick the right award for your business or your establishment? What are some of the key things that you look at when you're trying to find the right award for some of our clients? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, first and foremost, uh, it's important to know that putting a submission together takes time. 
Um, and to do it well, you, you want to allocate yourself enough time to get all of the information that you need, uh, all the proof points, and we'll go into this a bit later about everything you need for a successful award submission, but making sure that you, you've provided yourself with enough time before the submissions deadline to be able to coordinate all of the information that you need for that submission. Um, and uh, I would recommend that that's at least a month, um, perhaps even more, depending on how difficult it might be to pull that information together. But um, certainly that timeline is the first thing that you want to consider. Um, next, I, I think making sure that you're choosing an appropriate um, awards program within your industry, and then um, beneath that, choosing a category most relevant to your business is really important. Um, it's all well and fine to, to go in for a program or to submit um, an award submission um, about a particular project or about your business. But if you're submitting in the wrong category, you're already off on the wrong foot. Um, you wanna make sure that you have a strong awards focus that aligns to the program itself. Um, if we could just go back to the previous slide. Yeah, and um, just the criteria as well. So making sure that your focus aligns with the criteria of the program. Um, and finally, just the credibility of um, the awards program itself. So making sure that you're choosing an awards program that does hold that industry credibility um, that, that people know about so that when you associate your brand with that awards program, if you've become a finalist or have won um, an award in that program, that people know what you're talking about. And Josh, you know, I'm going to ask you this question um, and I, you're probably dreading it, but out of these five key elements, what is one of the most important things that we need to start with when it comes to any business and any award? Which of these five elements is so critical moving forward? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one because they are, they're all pretty critical. But um, I think if I was to choose one, it, it really does come down to the criteria. You need to be able to, to feel confident responding to the criteria of an awards program because that's how you win, right? So right. you can't respond to, to each of the criteria within the requirements of the award, then it's quite likely that um, one of your competitors um, who's also submitting for the program um, who might be able to respond to each of the criteria is going um, to win or be placed above you in that program. Um, so it's just making sure you take the time before you actually put your submission together to tick off all that criteria and make sure that you can respond um, to each point that they're looking for in the program. So just a couple of housekeeping rules, guys. I, I know that some of you have just joined us a little bit late into the presentation. We are recording this, this particular webinar and we will be putting this up onto our YouTube channel as well as our podcast. Uh, apologies again, my voice is still recovering from, from a throat infection, so I do sound a bit off today, uh, but we will have this recorded as well. Now, if you have any questions in regards to the webinar, um, and as we go through this particular topic, please start to type your questions in through the chat, and we will go through some of these questions at the end of the presentation as best as we can. So feel free to use the chat if you have any questions as they come through. Okay, Josh, so let's go through the award submission process. And I think we were able to come up with six key steps that are really necessary when it comes to putting an award submission together. Do you mind taking us through this particular process? Yeah, sure. All right, so um, firstly, we've got the research phase. Um, so this is all about identifying the right awards program for you. So this is something that needs to be done in advance. Um, in order to identify what awards programs might be relevant for your business or a particular project that your business has undertaken. Um, and then looking at the, the, the timelines that you've got, the timing that you have to put that submission together. 
once you've identified that award program, you need a good understanding of what the criteria is asking you to talk about. Um, so what information um, you might need to pull together to be able to be successful in that program. Um, as well as that, it's also important to have an understanding about which stakeholders within the business or potentially um, external to the business as well, might need to be considered and um, met with to pull all of that information for the submission together. Uh, and that leads into our next point about interview. So um, if you are the person putting that award submission together, it's your responsibility to make sure that you interview all of the relevant stakeholders who might have contributions to this um, to make sure you've considered all facets of the project or, or um, the, the requirements, um, the response to the requirements of the submission. Um, and you can pull together a really robust um, submission for that program. Um, again, leading into the next step, gathering. So you wanna gather all of the, the relevant information um, that is appropriate in response to the, those key criteria. Um, so as well as interviewing those stakeholders, considering what um, existing information or documents or proof points or results that you have that you might be able to draw upon to put that submission together. Once you have everything available to you, once you've got all that information in front of you, you've considered all the key stakeholders, then it's about articulating that um, in the submission itself. And oftentimes within award submissions, we're given um, quite limiting word counts. Um, when talking about our own business, we, we can go on um, for thousands and thousands of words, but potentially you might only be given 800 to uh, be able to articulate everything involved with a particular project or when talking about your business. Um, so it's about um, concision. It's about making sure that you are able to include all of that, those really key proof points um, with a, within a really concise, clear, articulate submission. And then finally, the review phase. So you wanna leave yourself some time um, for, for various stakeholders to be involved in the review process um, to make sure that, that everybody is comfortable with what is being put forward as part of the submission and ensuring that you have multiple points of view when it comes to ensuring that you've included everything you wanted to include in that submission itself. Uh, Josh, take me through the gathering process a little bit more, because in today's day and age, we have a lot more emphasis on storytelling, especially with videos and audio files. When it comes to that gathering and articulation, are we looking at just text format submissions, or are we at a day and age now where submissions also allow you to, to bring that visual content to life? Yeah, you're right. Um, so oftentimes the submission itself will, will be a text submission. Um, but nowadays, a lot of the awards, uh, as part of a lot of the award submissions, they require you to submit supporting documentation as well. Um, and that could potentially be a, um, a report that you've put together um, as part of the project. Um, it could be case studies, could be testimonials. Um, it could be a video that you've produced um, or um, there was an award we submitted recently where one of the requirements was to, for one person in the business to record a 30 second um, selfie video, um, just talking to the submission itself and encapsulating all of the proof points. So um, again, it's important to understand exactly what's required as part of the submission, um, because you're right, it might not just be pulling um, all of the text together and articulating that in the submission. It might also be a process of putting forward the most relevant supporting documentation, uh, which could be in a range of formats, whether video, visual, PDF, um, design, 
to um, further support further support that submission. And I would assume that the key emphasis here is understanding what the award is asking for and making sure you have the right relevant information to pair that with the actual requirements for that award submission as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. Excellent. Okay, um, so let's go through another case study. And this is another client that you had the pleasure of working with. Take us through this particular award process. Yeah, sure. So this was um, for a company we work with, Pivotel. So Pivotel is a remote satellite technology solutions company. They um, work with a lot of businesses and um, organizations in the most remote and regional parts of Australia to provide um, satellite connectivity where cellular connection may not exist. Um, so as part of the work that we do with this company, uh, we were promoting one of their technology innovations um, called Ecosphere Technology. Ecosphere is um, a technology solution particular for, particularly for farmers and people working in the agricultural sector, um, again, in those remote locations um, to ensure that these farmers can set up um, technology on their farms, um, which is connected via satellite. Um, so to ensuring that they have that constant and reliable connectivity, um, even though they might be operating in, in very remote and regional locations. Um, so this was quite innovative for the agricultural industry. Um, it was something that hadn't been um, done before, uh, which is why we thought it was appropriate to submit um, for an award. Um, the award program that we identified for this particular innovation was the Australian Financial Review's Most Innovative Companies Award. Um, and we were um, really proud to see that um, Pivotel's Ecosphere Technology was awarded the best technology innovation as part of this awards program. Um, and what was so exciting about this program was the Australian Financial Review obviously has um, widespread credibility in Australia as one of Australia's leading masthead publications. And so as part of being awarded, um, Pivotel's solution um, was included in a lot of the Australian Financial Review's editorial write-ups um, about the program. Um, the AFR did cover um, ab about the, the solution itself in, in its publication, um, which just helped to further amplify the, the work we were doing with Pivotel. Um, but again, having the credibility of the AFR, um, the AFR's awards program um, to, to draw upon moving forward was um, just fantastic to see for this client. Um, again, going back to, to a, um, an awards program that's recognizable um, for, for, from an institution that's recognizable and has that level of credibility, um, it, it was just a really great win for this client. So Josh, I'm, I'm gonna ask you the most common question that, that came to mind here, and that is how much time did you spend submit, you know, putting together this award and looking at the steps here, where did you spend most of your time to get this award through the door? Yep, um, this one was quite time intensive. It did take quite a bit of um, involvement, uh, not just from the, the organization, from Pivotel itself, but understanding from um, farmers who were using this technology, how, how successful it was. Um, there, there was quite a bit involved in understanding the technology itself. Um, but I think where, um, where the most time was spent was in that articulation phase. So once we had all of that information available to us, making sure that we could articulate it in a way that um, conveyed how important this technology was for the agricultural industry and how revolutionary that it could be for um, farmers working in remote locations 
across Australia. Obviously, being a technology innovation, there, there's a lot of granular detail that we could have gone into in terms of how the technology works. Um, but in terms of an award submission, uh, we're communicating that to a judging panel who perhaps doesn't have that, um, that knowledge of the, the deep technological um, workings of what this, what this technology did. So it was about communicating the problem and how the ecosphere technology provided a solution for the industry. Okay. And uh, so let's go through some of these killer ingredients. And, and, and I, I, I notice as I type the word ingredients here, we noticed a little typo there. Uh, please forgive us for that. But essentially, what are some of the key ingredients to a killer submission award when it comes to setting a client up for success? What are some of the key things that you look for to put together in an award submission? Yep. Um, so there's a, a list of things you want to make sure you have, regardless of what um, awards program that you're submitting for. Um, first and foremost is that really strong qualitative and quantitative data. Um, so this is, uh, this is really important because if you don't have the, the data to support the results of um, your business or a particular project or product that your business um, has put together, then, then you really don't have the, the results to talk to, which is um, in essence what, what people are looking for. Yes, we've got the, the problem that your business identified, um, the solution that your business provided, but we want the results as those proof points. And this is where the qualitative and quantitative data comes in. Secondly, it's all about articulation and readability. And we, we've talked about this um, a little bit throughout this presentation, but um, Again, you're, you're communicating a, a business or um, a project to a judging panel who doesn't have any um, pre-existing knowledge about what that business or project is. So it's all about being able to articulate it in a way um, that's really clear, really concise, um, simple to read, um, and conveys the problem, solution, and results that um, your business has um, identified, solved, and achieved. Um, thirdly, case studies, testimonials, and results. These are your proof points. Um, so these are demonstrating um, the, the success um, within the submission in a really tangible way. So case studies um, are showing that, that project or your business in action. Testimonials are a really fantastic way to get a third party recommendation within the submission. So whether that's a client or an employee testimonial, kind of bringing in another voice to speak to, to um, how successful um, whatever it is you're talking about in the submission has been. Uh, then we've got clarity on problems and solution. Again, kind of tying back into that articulation. So making sure that there is a really clear problem that you've identified and a really clear solution that you've implemented. Um, and then of course, research and time to prepare, that's non-negotiable. So making sure that you, you know when the deadline is and you've provided or allowed yourself with enough time to, to do the research that you need, um, to gather all of the information, um, to go through the review process so that by the time you've hit the deadline and you're ready to submit, that you've got a really robust submission um, ready to go. And for the live audience that are listening in today, we'd love to hear what your challenges are in this particular process. So if anyone here has tried to submit an award in the past or thought about doing so, looking at these you know, critical key ingredients, what do you think you'd be struggling with is, is my first question so that we can help you in the future 
um, attain that information for a better award submission. And for you, Josh, I guess the question that I had is, it sounds like research and time to prepare is really important because if you rush this award submission, a lot of things could go wrong. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, and I have been involved with submissions um, in the past where we um, were kind of brought in at a very late stage to pull the submission together. And while, of course, it's still possible to, to submit something for that program, um, you're not allowing yourself the, the, the time to, to make sure that you've included everything you can to, uh, and oftentimes we'll submit and then um, the client will recognize at a later point um, additional things that could have been included in that submission um, to make it stronger. So um, just having um, the, that time is just so valuable to making sure that um, you can pull in the relevant stakeholders and make sure that you have all of that really um, critical information um, and on those really important proof points within the submission. So um, let's go through some of the best practices that you have come up with working in this industry and space for so long. Um, and, and it's really hard to have just three key best practices because there's so many other things to consider. But when, when a brand is planning for the future, what are some of those key, timely, important best practices to consider when it comes to award submissions? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, first off, I feel like I'm repeating myself here, but giving that time to prepare is <laughs> so pivotal um, and so important that you, you allow yourself time for the submission um, and, and resources to be able to put um, that submission together um, and whether you you rely on an agency like Elevate to put that together or you do that internally yourself just making sure that you have the manpower and um, you're considering multiple stakeholders who might be involved in that process and obviously the more people that are involved the more time you need. Um, understanding the requirements is also um, a, a best practice um, and really a non-negotiable so um, that's all about understanding the criteria of a submission and being able to respond to that all of the criteria required. Um, I, again, I, th I think I mentioned this before, but if you are submitting for an award and you can't respond to all of the criteria, there's more than likely um, somebody else submitting for the award who can. So you're already behind the eight ball if you um, don't have a solid understanding of the requirements and how your business um, or project can respond to each of those criteria. And then finally, um, telling the story. So you wanna take the judging panel on a journey um, within an award submission. It's not just about listing the facts. Um, remember that you're often communicating to a judging panel who doesn't know your business um, or who might not have heard of the project that, or product that your business has undertaken. Um, so you need to take them on that journey from start to finish of understanding and identifying a particular problem, um, coming up with a solution, and then achieving a set of results which has addressed that problem. Um, I think that storytelling approach is, is the best way to, um, to really communicate and, and engage a judging panel during a submission. All right, so we've got a, uh, another case study here, and I know that Josh, this is one of one of your you know favorite clients that you've worked with on so many different award submissions as well in the past. So tell us a little bit about Sodexo and some of the work, the amazing work that they've done, and some of the awards that they've won, and how it's impacted them as an organization. And 
while you're doing this, for, for the people who joined us today, feel free to put in your questions in the live chat box on Zoom so that we can answer them as well, because we're coming to the point now where we're about to start answering some Q&As. Uh, but Josh, take it away. Tell us a little bit about Sodexo. Yep, sure. Um, so Sodexo, they are a facilities management and catering provider. Um, they operate in close to, to 70 countries around the world, and we work with them closely for their Australian operations. Um, so they support another, a number of industries within Australia, um, one of the, the largest being Australia's energy and resources sector. So providing that um, important facilities management and, and those catering services um, across mine sites um, in Australia. So as part of what Sodexo does, they're, they're really um, quite a, an innovative company. Um, they're, they're always looking for, for new ways um, to do things better, to optimize their processes, to collaborate with other suppliers, um, which is why we often go in for, um, uh, for awards for Sodexo because they are doing this industry leading work um, that's uh, worthy of, of winning awards. Um, and they've had some really great successes in the past. And um, I'm proud that our team has been a part of making those successes a reality for Sodexo uh, when it comes to awards. One of the, the major programs that they go in for every year is the um, Facilities Management Association's FM Industry Awards for Excellence. So um, first off, this is a, their industry awards program. So it's, it's in their facilities management um, uh, industry. So it's, it's almost a given that that's something that they should be involved in. Um, and there are a number of different categories which are available for submissions each year. Um, we've had a number of wins uh, for Sodexo over the past couple of years in this particular program. Um, one of my favorite that we submitted for last year was the industry innovation category. Um, and we were able to communicate uh, Sodexo's smart glasses solution um, across some of their, their major mining operations in Western Australia. So they've essentially employed um, assisted reality technology through the form of um, these smart classes, which allows some of their um, subject matter experts and technicians who are based in metro locations like Perth to see through the eyes of on-site field workers in remote sites, um, which could be anywhere from um, you know, the, the Pilbara region in, in WA um, to you know, any, any other remote site um, across the country. So it, it really just allows um, that, that kind of um, reduced uh, risk to safety because it means that people aren't constantly traveling to and from remote sites. Um, it means uh, it cuts down on, on um, the, the cost and productivity loss of, of traveling. Uh, it means that um, these support technicians can provide support to on-site field workers in real time. So it, it's a really exciting innovation for, for the industry that they operate in. And it, it's, um, it, it's just really supported, um, particularly their remote and, and regional teams to have that on-call support and advice from, from technicians based in metro locations. Um, so obviously we've been, we've been working on that project with Sodexo for some time uh, and thought it would be a fantastic project to put forward for the industry innovation category um, in the FM Industry Awards for Excellence last year. Um, and unsurprisingly, Sodexo did take out the win, uh, which was great to see. Um, now, Sodexo, they, they submit for a number of awards programs and they are highly successful. They do have a high success rate because of the nature of their industry and, and some of the, the work that they do. Um, and they're, they're really great at promoting 
um, those award wins, not just externally to, to potential clients or um, to their industry, but also celebrating those wins internally within their workforce um, to kind of, um, I suppose, you know, encourage people that the work that they are doing is industry leading and award winning. Um, and that's great for, for their um, more than 6,000 employees across the country, just building that morale and, and giving a sense of unity in the sense that the, the work that they're doing is, is being recognized by the industry. So Josh, we already have uh, one more question that's come in uh, from our audience. Actually, we've got a few now. So I'm just gonna uh, put our contact information up on the slide deck. It has our emails, phone numbers, our LinkedIn contact addresses. Uh, Josh and I are happy to take any other questions offline as well. But let me just go through some of the questions that have come in. Uh, Sarah, thank you for your question. The first one is, let's say you're a small business and you only have capacity of funds to make one submission a year. How would you go about deciding which awards to target, Josh? Yeah, that, that's um, a, a fair question to ask. I think um, if you are putting um, all of your efforts into just one submission for the year, you obviously want to be sure that it's um, both a, a credible program that you're going in for, but also that your business has the highest chance for success in um, that program. So um, I think that comes back to, to the research um, phase of putting in for an award submission. So um, potentially you might want to look at all the, the programs that are, are um, relevant to your business or project over the next 12 months, and then identify once you, you've done that research, which one is the most appropriate, which, one, uh, which one's requirements align best with the particular um, business that you operate in or the project that you executed. So you can be sure um, that, uh, or, or feel confident in the submission um, doing quite well, uh, as opposed to submitting in, in a program where you might not meet all of the criteria or might be less relevant to your business. So it really is just taking a bit of time to do that initial research, understanding what progr programs, um, award programs are available and which one is most relevant to your business or project. Um, another interesting question from Daniel here, um, you know, he talks about categories and sizes of companies. As a small fish in a big pond, what are some strategies for demonstrating big success in your organization when compared to other bigger organizations? And I would assume, Josh, that typically when it comes to award submissions, it caters to the size of the business, typically? Um, sometimes it does, sometimes it, it doesn't. I, I, um, I can certainly understand uh, where you're coming from, Daniel, in terms of um, if, it is quite a, if it is a national um, awards program, you're, you're gonna have some of the, the major players in the industry submitting for that award. And if you are one of the smaller players in the industry, it can be quite intimidating to be going up against. Um, some of those major players. So I think it, it again comes down to the submission itself and making sure that you're able to articulate the scale of the project relevant to the size of your business. Um, so if, if you are talking about really big success numbers um, um, relative to the, the size of your business, that might um, position you above some of the bigger competitors who are yes, putting forward um, very large scale projects, but aren't um, seeing that, that same scale of, um, of results relative to the size of their business. So it's all about the way that you position the project or position your business relevant to the industry um, in comparison to, to some of these other players. So I think 
um, from my experience at least, uh, a judging panel will consider all businesses as equal. Um, so it is kind of, yeah, again, just talking to the scale of the size of the results relative to the size of the business. And Josh, you've been doing a lot of submissions, so I'm going to ask you the final question of the day, which is what makes your life easier and what is the most challenging thing that you have to overcome when it comes to submitting awards for your clients? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I suppose it, it makes it easier when we've got um, results to talk to and we've got data and case studies and, and proof points to back that up. Um, it's all well and good to, to um, want to go for, for these big awards um, and to, to um, you know, put your, your um, name in the ring uh, when it comes to, to these awards programs. But if you don't have those results or that data to kind of back up your submission, you're, you're really behind the eight ball um, when compared to some of the other people going in for um, these awards. So sometimes, um, you can recognize an awards program and think, I'd love, I'd love to be recognized in that program. That's one I'd really love to go for. But maybe you just need to wait 12 months for, um, to, to generate those results um, and to achieve the outcomes needed to be successful in that program. So it's all about that timing as well and not jumping the gun um, when potentially if you waited a little bit longer and submitted in the, the next year's program, you'd have a much higher rate of success because you had... Um, more robust data and results to talk to. Sarah asked, are there any tools you recommend to measure results? Um, I mean, it's different for, for every business and every project. So, uh, you know, as part of any um, standard business procedure, you should be um, reporting on outcomes, reporting on results um, in line with your business objectives and KPIs. Um, that will ensure that you have um, that information and that data available. I don't think there's any stock standard um, system or framework that's relevant for all businesses or projects. But if it, if it is something, uh, if it is a particular project or um, a product that you, you do feel might be worthy of an award submission or worthy of putting together even just a case study, um, it is, I think I would definitely recommend considering ways to um, report on outcomes um, in line with the objectives um, of that project or product um, and making sure that you're continually sourcing that data and making it available um, for future use. Well, there you have it, my friends. Um, we really appreciate your time and, and you spending your time with us. Josh, thank you so much for the insights. The presentation was great. There was a lot of information and insights to, to you know, given lots of questions from the audience as well. Feel free to contact us if you have any more questions or want to have um, some one-on-one -on -one time with Josh or myself. Um, you probably want to give me a couple more days to recover from this cold, but uh, you know we're both accessible uh, to you and uh, we want to just wish you a good day. All the best with your future award submissions. And Josh, thank you so much for your time today. Of course. Thanks, Bosco. All, All right, everybody. Time. Have a good one.